Welcome to A Life of Mastery, a podcast that teaches, inspires, and challenges you to strive for mastery in every area of your life, to grow and evolve into the best version of you and thereby live the best life possible while giving your best possible value to the world. My name is Edidio, your growth mentor, and it is my pleasure to go on this journey with you. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of A Life of Mastery. It's been a long minute and I do have a confession to make, which is I kept trying to perfect the script of this episode until life got in the way and I ended up pushing it back. On reflection, I realized this was a classic case of perfectionism, which can be healthy or unhealthy. When healthy, it can drive us to higher levels of performance. Unhealthy, it leads to performance anxiety and procrastination, among other things. Perfection is not reality. It's an illusion, not something we can aim for. What we can aim for is improvement and growth. That is real. What this means is that we can start where we are right now do our best and just put it out there and keep improving and growing and you cannot improve on perfection right so whatever it is that you're doing right now that has got you fretting about how flawed it is just put it out there already because someone is waiting for it trust me and so with that moment of vulnerability and hopefully insight out of the way Let's get into the subject of this episode where we will be talking about problem solving, not just as a skill, but as an identity, an attribute, a habit. We'll be discussing the why and how we can become problem solvers. But before we get into the details of the how, let's talk about why we all need to become problem solvers. Always start with why. Simon Sinek. In anything you do, knowing why you do it provides a compelling reason for it. It is normal for people to start with what, only to get discouraged when the going gets tough. When you know your why, the how reveals itself. So why do we need problem solvers? The answer is quite simple. The more problems we solve, the better the world becomes. Problem solving is what makes the world a more secure, more efficient, abundant, prosperous, and even optimistic place. Problem solving is what moves the world forward because it is what makes what seemed impossible yesterday not only possible but feasible today. Problem solving makes the world a better, more livable place. What is a problem? A problem can be thought of as a challenge that arises out of a negative difference between the current state of affairs and the desired or ideal state, and for which there is an opportunity for improvement or resolution. This difference can arise out of a shortcoming in capacity or the lack of it in any form, any form of unsuitability 
a misqualification. <laughs> and I know that's not an English word, but I, I guess I've earned the right to introduce new words or a defect. And throughout history, humankind has always faced problems and people have stood up to lead the effort to solve and resolve them for the good of many. For example, have you ever paused to think about the difference that contraceptives have made in the lives of women and the society at large? Contraceptives revolutionized family planning by giving women greater control over their reproductive health. And this invention made it possible for women to pursue education, careers, and other goals without being limited by unwanted pregnancies. Not only have birth control pills, condoms, and other forms of contraception sparked a sexual revolution in the developed world by allowing men and women to have sex for leisure, but they have also drastically reduced the average number of offspring per woman in countries where they have been used. With fewer mouths to feed, modern families have achieved higher standards of living and can provide better for each child. Meanwhile, on a global scale, contraceptives have helped the human population gradually level off. Our number will probably stabilize by the end of the century. Certain contraceptives, such as condoms, also curb the spread of sexually transmitted diseases. And before this lowly compass, sailors found it difficult to determine their direction when the stars were hidden by clouds or fog. So the invention of the compass made it possible for sailors to explore new lands and trade with distant cultures, thus heralding a new era in navigation. Penicillin was discovered by Alexander Fleming in 1928. It was the first effective antibiotic that could be used to kill bacteria, and it revolutionized the treatment of bacterial infections. Before penicillin, bacterial infections were often fatal, and even minor infections could lead to serious complications. Penicillin was used to treat a wide range of infections, including pneumonia, syphilis, gonorrhea, tuberculosis, gangrene, diphtheria, and even scarlet fever. Now, during World War II, penicillin saved the lives of many soldiers because it allowed doctors and surgeons to carry out more invasive treatments that could not have been possible before because of the risk of deadly infections. It is estimated that since its first use as medicine, penicillin has saved at least 200 million lives. Think about that as a problem solved. So how do we become problem solvers? How do we develop a problem-solving mindset? Number one, reframe how you perceive problems. Now, perception becomes reality. The way you see things determines your reality. The key lies in how we see problems. Do you see them as insurmountable obstacles or as stepping stones into your future or your next level? Perception is incredibly important. Oftentimes, it is not what we see that matters, but how we see it. 
which in turn depends on our systems for interpreting what we see. This is why two people can look at the same thing and see it differently because they have developed different perceptual systems. As the popular saying goes, the problem is not the problem, but how you see the problem. You can either see problems as curses or opportunities for growth. It is instructive to note that many, if not most of the biggest businesses today were conceived as solutions to problems. The value in a problem is the opportunity that it carries. The bigger the problem, the greater the opportunity in it. Approach problems with opportunism rather than fatalism. Number two. Take responsibility for the solution to the problem. Believe that you can solve the problem or at least contribute to the solution. This contribution can be as simple as finding and organizing the resources for solving the problem. Develop a solution mindset. You can either be problem conscious or solution conscious. And consciousness perpetuates, reproduces and multiplies its object of focus. The reason a country has so many problems and precious few solutions is that the overwhelming majority of its citizens have a problem consciousness, which is in turn exploited by the media, for example, by emphasizing bad news. Taking responsibility for the solution also means avoiding blame games. It is counterproductive to think that the person who caused a problem should be the person who solves it. Albert Einstein said that we cannot solve a problem at the same level of thinking that created it. So take responsibility for the solution. This is what is called leadership. Any individual or organization that operates a blame culture will not be able to move forward. Number three. Learn as much as you can about the problem. Have you ever answered a question only to discover that you answered the wrong question? That can have consequences. The only thing costlier than solving, not solving a problem, is solving the wrong problem. Imagine replacing the engine of a car because the car would not start, only to find that the problem is still there because it was the plug's in the first place. This is an extreme example, I know, but you get the point. Knowledge of the system you're working on is a basic requirement for finding out why it is not working as desired. If you don't know anything about it, then get someone who knows. Number four, get good at diagnostics. So diagnostics is the process of identifying the cause of a problem. And problems usually present themselves as symptoms, and this is what everyone can see. Take the car, for example. Everyone can see it's not starting, but there are a few reasons why that can happen. The batteries could be flat, the plugs could be dirty, the gas tank could be empty, there could be electrical problems, maybe others. One symptom can indicate more than one potential problem thus needing us to diagnose exactly what the problem is so we can be exact in providing the solution. Otherwise, we run the risk of what I call band-aid solution. 
which only temporarily alleviates the symptoms, leaving the problem intact or even making it worse. The key to diagnosing problems is knowledge. You cannot diagnose a system you know nothing about. The reason most people think a problem is too difficult or impossible is the absence of knowledge about the system. So educate yourselves in the area where you wish to be a solution. The second key is knowing the right questions to ask yourself and others. This is what creates a path that starts you on the journey to revealing the problem. In conclusion, problem solving has its rewards. Problem solvers are well rewarded and regarded in the areas where they operate. But now I invite you to take a close look at the words solve and solution. To solve means to find a solution. And a solution is a homogeneous mixture of two substances, usually creating a new substance. This means that problem-solving process is creative. It is the gateway to newness. Problems are raw materials for making something new. Problem-solving is also a process of personal growth of evolving into a higher version of yourself. And with each new problem you solve, you cement your identity as a problem solver. This is perhaps the biggest reward for solving problems. In organizations, people who look for the pain points of the organization and make it their responsibility to alleviate them rapidly rise to the top. You can carve a niche in your organization as a go-to person for problem resolution and get handsomely rewarded for it. So what are you waiting for? Change your attitude towards problems and become the solution. Otherwise, you might just be a problem to be solved. Thank you for staying with me. I hope this was of value to you. Until the next episode, keep growing, keep evolving, and keep becoming the best version of yourself. Thank you for tuning into another episode of A Life of Mastery. I hope you found it informative, inspiring, and empowering. If you love the show, please follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. Give us a five-star review and share this podcast with someone you care about. Till next time, keep evolving.